The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. If you're playing the all day, all in all, not the best slate. Hey, but the U.S. Open's gone, and there's carnage already. That's a blast. I know it's a baseball pod, but if you pay attention to my work, which I'm assuming some do, like maybe one or two of you, that uh, do love my golf, absolutely love my golf. So uh, it's it's second to baseball for me. So uh, it's, it's, it's a good tournament, but you're here for your baseball talk. The Giants-Marlins is the early game. Um, <clears throat> it's Derek Rodriguez versus Dan Straley, total eight and a half. Not really in love with either pitcher in that game if you're going to go there, but uh, the bats can be in play like a Justin Bohr, Derek Dietrich, uh, maybe a, a Brandon Crawford. See what lineups come out because it's a getaway day, an early game for the Giants. It could be a really, really interesting set of players out there. So see what you get there if you're playing the all-day. or I know FanDuel has some early early slates and stuff like that. So check that out. If you have any questions about that, hit me up on Twitter at BDintrick or the Slack chat, and uh, I'll definitely answer whatever you have there the best of my abilities. Your other totals on the slate, Rockies, Phillies, 8.5, Twins, Tigers, 8.5, Indians, White Sox, 9, Astros, A's, 7.5, so there's your early slate. Then your night slate's all about that offense, baby. It's Rays, Yankees, 8.5, Padres, Braves, 8.5, Mets, D-backs, 9, Red Sox, Mariners, 8.5. So uh, both GPP-only slates, folks. Do not get crazy with the DraftKings, maybe, maybe do a small multiplier or stuff like that. Today's a great day for the Draft app. Let me tell you about the Draft app. Go to draft in your app store or draft.com. It's a great way to play fantasy sports. You draft in under five minutes and you get paid out the next day if you so choose. You draft a pitcher, two infielders slash DH, two outfielders. It is tons and tons of fun. There's head-to-heads, three-man, six-man, ten-mans. You name it, they've got it. They also have golf, obviously teed off today, so you have to wait till next week. They have hockey, well, when, you know, the Caps are done getting drunk and hosting the Cup, which has been amazing. Ovechkin, absolutely awesome stuff to watch there. They have the NBA, same thing, ditto for next year. But they also have a uh, best ball for the NFL kicking off right now, which is a ton of fun. The best ball slow drafts. I think they even have some regular fast drafts if you want. But all of that is great. And the moral of the story is use promo code SD Sports when you make a first deposit. And you'll get entry into a free $3 tournament, a free $3 best ball, a free $3 golf, a free $3 baseball, just a free $3 tournament of your liking. So go check it out. 
Draft.com, draft in your app store, promo code SD Sports when you check out and you get entry into a free $3 tournament. Okay, let's get into these little dinky four game slates and see what we get to look at. I mentioned the early slate, we get the Astros. Well, that means you're going to have one of their aces on the mound. And you got Justin Verlander at $13,100 at the Oakland A's. Uh, you saw what Garrett Cole did last night. He pitched really well, still gave up the long ball. That's what the pesky A's can do. Verlander is known to give up the long ball. This is what he does. He gets up, you know, he has a couple starts where he doesn't get any, but for the most part, he gives up dominage. But he also gets a lot of strikeouts. And that's why you like a guy like Justin Verlander. When you're looking at uh, Verlander, he has a K percentage of 27.5%, where the A's strike out 23% of the time. Big fly ball guy, as we mentioned. Uh, A's have the lowest total of 3.3. Lefty's hitting 206, righty's 250. Wouldn't be shocked if the A's ran into one or two. Wouldn't be shocked if Ferlander strikes out 13. Uh, it's the best of both worlds. It's a crappy pitching slate. Well, it's better than the late slate, let's put it that way. But Verlander, by far, the option to go to if you're paying up. It's kind of like Chris Sale yesterday. Chris Sale dominated. You kind of pick your poison there. If you don't want to go there, you go to a guy like Mike Clevenger at $9,700. Uh, a lot riskier, but a lot cheaper than the one, the only Justin Verlander. Uh, he's faced the White Sox once this year, six and two-thirds. One earned seven Ks, 27.4 DraftKings points. He's been on a bit of a roller coaster ride, kind of a good, a bad, good, a bad type situation Right now, facing a White Sox team that strikes out over 24% of the time. That's why we loved our boy Trevor Bauer last night, who was pure filth, striking out the world. Um, Clevenger can get into walk problems. If he's not walking, guys, he's pitching really, really well. Uh, the White Sox team totals 4.3. Lefty's 329. Righty's 292. Uh, they do have some guys that can get you in a little bit of trouble, but not a ton. So you never know what can happen, which Clevenger shows up. But if the good one shows up, he's going to be in for a great start. Could get you 20, 25 points, and you're sitting pretty could also get a little rough, so if you want to go there and differentiate yourself, you can. If not, you go to Verlander, or you drop down to a guy like Vincent Velasquez, who just burned everybody his last time out, including myself. I'm not going to sugarcoat that one at all. He gave up 10 runs his last outing, minus 10.4 points. Prior to that, was really, really good. Uh, basically, 18 or more points in six, six straight starts. He was pitching really, really good. And Pavetta last night got beat up a bit. He still got us like three points. whoop de doo But um, he did what we wanted him to do is he struck out the Rockies. He was, I think he had six Ks by the end of his five innings. Uh, they strike out over 23% of the time. Velasquez a 25% K rate. Does give up some hard, hard contact, which is concerning. We saw that in the last start. But um, we, we've seen Nola dominate. We've seen Pavetta get the strikeouts but get hit around. And the reason why we, we target Colorado, we talk about it time and time again, they're not that good versus right-handed pitching. They've gotten better of late, so maybe it was just a slow start to the year. But you look at a guy like Vince Velasquez, lefty's hit 313, righty's only 274. So, you know, you got Cargo, you got Para, you got the rookie catcher Murphy. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's probably some... Oh, Blackman, of course. Blackman, of course. That is a scary one. But uh, it's kind of an interesting option at 7100 bucks because it's a guy... You don't get at this price point a lot that could get you 25-plus points. He could also, like we saw last week, get you minus 10. If you want to go below Velasquez, Lance Lynn is $6,900, which is oh so nice, at the Detroit Tigers. Lynn's been pitching pretty darn good this year of late. He's faced the Tigers once, six and two-thirds, five shutout innings, four strikeouts for 23 DraftKings points. Better at home than on the road, but his last you know four starts, he's got you 18 or more DraftKings points. 20 more, 21 or more in three of those starts. 
really looking like maybe, just maybe, you know, signing late got him off to a slow start. Maybe. You never know. Maybe random stuff's happening. But everybody was high on Lynn. I know we talked about him on multiple podcasts before the season. He's a good pitcher. He's better than what he started out as. He's got a, uh, a strikeout rate of about 20.5%. Detroit strikes out about 20, 21.5% of the time. Detroit's team total is 4.1. Lefty's 394. Righty's 315 versus uh, Lance Lynn. But the Tigers have a 297 Woba and a 143 ISO, both uh, below average versus right-handed pitching. So Lance Lynn makes for an interesting pivot on this slate. At $6,900, if you don't want to go to Vince Velasquez, one thing I like to do if you want to be really GPP crazy, you play Velasquez and you play Lynn. You roll the dice. You hope they both get you. You hope they both pitch great and get you 20 plus points. And then you also get all the bats in the world. You can stack Houston against Frankie Vontas. You can get a lot of Philadelphia bats versus Herman Marquez. You can have a ton and ton of fun about that. So that's where I'd be going on this slate. You got Verlander, Clevenger, Velasquez, Lynn. And if for some reason you need to punt a pitcher like below Lynn, uh, Mike Fulmer is 5,500. I'm going to mention him just because I know he's been bad. He's faced Minnesota once this year, five and two-thirds, one earned five Ks for 20.6 DraftKings points. He got 25 points his last time out against Cleveland, but prior to that, a 6.7 and a minus 6.5. Prior to that, was pitching really, really well. So it's just an up-and-down roller coaster ride with Fulmer, and he is facing a Minnesota team that maybe throws out a crappier lineup than normal. Getaway days, random stuff happens. They do strike out 22% of the time. Um... Lefty's 367, righty's 328 versus Fulmer. So it's not the worst punt in the world, but it's not the greatest. So those are the guys I'm looking at for you there. You got Verlander up top. Then you got Clevenger, Velasquez, Lynn, Fulmer. I think, you know, if you want to live in the Velasquez, Lynn, Fulmer realm, you get all the bats. It'll be really different on this slate. But Verlander could be that guy that's just going to be so damn good. You can't avoid it. Let's go into the bats real quick on this part of the slate. You got the catcher position. Gaddis mentioned I loved him yesterday. He double donged. He's 38 versus Frankie Montas. He's in play again today, the way he's crushing the baseball. You don't expect him to double dong every day, but he's been just putting productive at bat after productive at bat for Gaddis, especially in Gaddis standards, which is really, really good. You got Houston, who has a 4.2 team total. Um, lefty's 222, righty's 291. Extremely small sample versus Frankie Montas, so don't go running with that. Got a guy like Jan Gomes versus the lefty Carlos Rodon, who's a good pitcher, but uh, we'll see what he's got at 3,400. Tom Murphy behind the dish for Colorado at 32 is worth a look as well. Slide down a little farther, maybe a John Hicks at 29 versus Lance Lynn. Um, and then you kind of want to see lineups because you might get like a Mitch Garver or a Bobby Wilson versus Fulmer, stuff like that. You're going to get some interesting getaway day catching options for value. First base, you know, you got Edwin versus Rodon. We know Edwin loves himself some lefties. Cleveland's a 4.7 total, highest on the day slate. Lefties 475, righties 327. Again, extremely small sample versus Carlos Rodon. But uh, Edwin at 49 could be a solid look for you there. Uh, Jose Abreu at 41 is a sneaky GPP type play. But I'm looking at guys like Carlos Santana at 4K versus Herman Marquez. Philadelphia's got a 4.5 essentially team total, second highest on the slate. Lefty's 325, righty's 298. I love the Phillies in this game. If they let us down, they let us down. But I think this is a great place to go. I think a lot of people will want to go to Houston, which I don't hate. But I think Philly's definitely in play here. Santana at 4K is in play. If you do want to kind of get sneaky and play a few Oakland bats and GPPs for home run upside, uh, we mentioned the, how good Verlander's been. You know, Lefty's 206, righty's 205. But you, when, you're, when you're playing GPP plays against him, you're playing for home runs, and that's Matt Olson at 3,900. Just want to throw him out there. Not saying just run to play him by any means. Uh, yearly Guriel, Houston's bats have been on fire in the two games in Oakland. They've been hitting much better on the road just in general this year. 
Guriel's got three straight games of double digits, 17, 10, 29, even an eight before that. So he's swinging a good stick. He's 3800 bucks. always overlooked, very much overlooked in on the slates. Uh, other than that, like a Nico Goodrum at 33 went deep yesterday, kind of hinted around yesterday with the injury to um, to uh, Cabrera, that there could be a lot of changes coming up there. You got Logan Morrison for a punt at 3100 with the power upside at his matchup as well. Second base, you got Altuve at 49, always in play. Brian Dozier at 4K is not bad, but like a Yohan Moncada at 39 versus Clevenger. If you're not using Clevenger, I'm not saying stack Chicago, but a Moncada at 39 could very much be worth a look for you there. Uh, other than that, it's a pretty rough slate because you got your Jed Lowry versus Verlander if you want to go there, but I'm not running to go there. This might be a spot to, to pay up or uh, completely punt when lineups come out. Third base, you got Jose Ramirez at 53. He's definitely worth a look. Arenado at 49. I do like me some Eduardo Escobar at 4,400. I think that's a really solid play. Alex Bregman had the day off yesterday. I'm assuming it's just a random day off. Didn't see an injury of any sort. He's been swinging a really good stick. So 4,300 for Bregman is a good look. Uh, Heimer Condelario at 3,900. If uh, Lynn, if you're not going with Lynn, he could be a nice pivot play as well. Pretty low-owned guy most of the time. Yolmer Sanchez against Clevenger is another lefty you can look to target. Uh, Clevenger with if you so choose to do so. Shortstop position. Lindor at 52 is a good play. Switch hits, hits lefties really, really well. Not too much to be worried about there. Um, Carlos Correa at 45 is heating up. Mentioned Eduardo Escobar being a fan of that play quite a bit. Uh, farther down, though, it's pretty rough. Pretty, pretty rough. So uh, maybe an, an Adrianza at 29 I do like as a cheaper play on this slate. That's actually one I can get behind. Other than that, again, check your lineups. Nothing standing out tremendously here. A black in the outfield, Blackman at 52 is definitely in play. Springer at 51, not bad either. But Eddie Rosario at 5K is very, very solid. I do like that. A Leonis Martin at 44 has been hitting the ball really, really hard of late, so keep an eye on him against Lynn. Uh, farther down, you look at Chris Davis, double-donged yesterday off of Cole. He could be in play as a GPP play versus Verlander. Uh, Cargo versus Velasquez at 39 is an interesting GPP-type play as well. Uh, you go down to guys like Odebel Herrera is only 37 versus Marquez. I like a lot. Daniel Polka at 36. Another guy like Leonis Martin hitting the ball really, really hard. Martin's been getting the results. Polka has it. So keep an eye on Polka at 36 is a cheaper option for you as well. Um, the farther down you look, though, you know, maybe, again, Nico Goodrum could be in play for you. Gerardo Parr is 33. Max Kepler at 32 is too cheap. That's a really good look for you there. Nick Williams will be hitting the middle of the Philadelphia order at 32. So you can get some value here in the outfield. If you really need to, and there'll obviously be other guys that pop up, like a Robbie Grossman at 29, and then others as well that will show their face later on. So there you have the early four-game slate recap on the pitchers that are in play. You got Verlander far and away up top at 13-1. Got Clevenger, you can take a look at. You got Velasquez at 71, Lynn at 69, Mike Fulmer at $5,500. Now let's get into the late four-game slate. And this late slate is extremely ugly. When it comes to pitching, bad, bad, bad. You got Blake Snell up top at 10-9. At the New York Yankees, one of his worst starts of the year is against New York. We know the power that New York brings to the plate. If you want to be contrarian, we know the upside of Blake Snell. And he can shut down anybody on any given night. He's a great play in that respect. If you don't want to be that risky, you don't go there. That's just pick your poison. But 10-9 for Blake Snell you know, could definitely be interesting. The Yankees have the highest total on the slate against the highest-priced pitcher on the slate. You don't see that every day. Let's just put it, that's that's where this gets interesting. You don't see that every day. 
Yankees do strike out 23% of the time versus lefties. Blake Snell striking out about 24%. So in GPPs, which is all you should be playing tonight, he makes for a very intriguing play. He's 10-9. You can get bats elsewhere tonight. And no one's going to want to own him, but just that risk is tremendous. So keep that in mind. After that, you got a guy like David Price at 8600 bucks against the Seattle Mariners. It'll be in Seattle. It'll be against a team that we know can hit lefties. Nelson Cruz is on absolute fire. He loves homering versus lefties, especially at home. They only strike out 20% of the time versus lefties. Price bringing a 24% K rate into the game. Seattle's team total is only four, one of the lower ones on the slate. Lefties 288, righties 335. So righties have gotten to David Price of late. Let's take a look at how Price has been doing to get an idea. Just how crazy this could be. He's got a 21, 22, 15, 26, 35. So he's pitched pretty good. And on a slate like this, this is an arm you can get behind at 8600 bucks. So Price is on the list. Uh, Domingo Herman at 6700 bucks. Very, very sketchy play. He got beat up a bit his last time out. He has not faced Tampa Bay yet this year. He's averaging 10 points a game at home. He, he got beat up, but he still ended up getting 9 Ks for 22 drafting his points. He's got a 22, a 7, a 17, a 3 and a half. He's up and down. GPP all the way at 6700 bucks. Uh, he's facing a Tampa Bay team, which strikes out about 22% of the time. He walks too many guys, gives up some hard contacts. Tampa Bay's got the lowest total on the slate at 3.75. Lefties 265, righties 350 off Herman. I think the Rays' bats are a nice play in this game, but Herman on this slate is in play with that strikeout upside against the Rays. The last guy I'll mention is Anibal Sanchez at 5500 bucks. I was all over Anibal's last start. Got you 19 points against the Dodgers. He's gone 19-24, a bad start against the Mets, 26.5-14. He's been really, really good since coming back from the DL for Anibal Sanchez standards. And he's at home. Yes, it's a pitcher's park, but he's facing the San Diego Padres, um, who we know we like the target. They strike out 26% of the time versus righties. He gives up a lot of hard contact, but, you know, average five-ball, ground-ball type guy, kind of a one-to-one -one ratio with him. Uh, they have a four total, second lowest on the slate. Lefties 381, righties 264. The lefties in that lineup aren't the most devastating guys in the world. you got Spangenberg, you got Jankowski, you got Eric Hosmer, uh, Galvis. They'll, they'll throw some randos out there, but they're not the ones that light the world on fire. Could they get to him? Sure, but for 5500 bucks, this is outstanding. Again, the strikeout rate of the Padres, 288 Woba, 126 ISO, both way below average versus uh, right-handed pitching. you got to look at the Padres, uh, Sanchez on the slate. He should be chalk. Where I'd go is if you want to get contrarian, you go with Blank Snell and Sanchez or Blake Snell and Price. If you want to just be normal, you go Price and Sanchez and then get all the bats you want. That's the way I look on this slate. It's a crappy slate. So let's look at the catchers. You got Gary Sanchez or Snell at 4K. He's been struggling, but could be a nice look for you there. But John Ryan Murphy against Vargas at 35 is an option I can definitely get behind. When you look at the D-backs in this matchup, they have a team total of 4.6, second highest on the slate behind the Yankees. Lefties 252, righties 341. Uh, that's against Steven Matz. Vargas is supposed to be getting a start today, though, but still Vargas getting absolutely destroyed. So don't worry too much about that. It's probably worse than the Matz numbers. Uh, you go down to a guy like Wilson Ramos at 3,500. Mentioned the reverse splits of Herman, so Ramos could definitely be in play for you there. Devin Mesoraco versus Mike Cook at 3,200. Cook is not good. If he throws up a good one, it's because the Mets' bat sucks. So Cook, I guess, could be a GPP-relevant playoff. I'll just say it now. Lefties hit 396, righties 464 off Cook. He's horrible. Absolutely horrible. The Mets have a to team total of 4.4. That's how bad Cook is. 
But the Mets bats are pretty bad, so if you want to be contrarian because everyone's going to go to Sanchez at 55, you could look at Cook and just – or you could take the night off. <laughs> Let's put it out, out there to you. Maybe just take the night off and enjoy some time with your loved ones. Uh, cats, dogs, people, whatever you got. Just spend some, maybe spend some time with yourself. Who knows? Um, check out the uh, lineups, maybe some other catcher's options there. First base, you got Goldie at 5,600 versus Vargas. Is, that's an outstanding play. That is just lock and load. If not, you have Freddie Freeman at 54 is in play for you. Mitchie, two bags at 45 versus King Felix is worth a look. CJ Crone, again, mentioning the reverse splits of Herman at, at 4K is in play. But Jake Bowers, 3,900, could be interesting. Uh, GPP type play there for you. If you are fading David Price, which many won't be because they'll be using him. The Mariners are some nice plays here. I got like Ryan Healy, who has a lot of power versus lefties at thirty six hundred bucks. Uh, could be a nice look for you there. So yeah, if you want to just be really weird, you go with like Blake Snell and Matt Cook, and they played Mariners and stuff like that. You'll have every contrarian angle you want. You don't need to go contrarian in everything though. So just maybe go Blake Snell and Sanchez and still go to the Mariners. That could be a way to go. Second base, you got Ozzy Albies at forty seven. He's hopefully starting to heat up again. Glaber Torres is in play for you. Cattell Marte is definitely worth a look, too, as he switch hits and is on fire. He's second base shortstop eligible. In that same game, as Drew Cabrera at 37 is also worth a look for you there. Uh, Value-wise, uh, Chris Owings at 32 versus a lefty is definitely worth a look at that price point, too. Third base position, you're going to have the likes of Jake Lamb at 42, not so much versus the lefty. But Miguel Andujar at 49 is in play. Todd Frazier at 41, I don't mind at all. Uh, both looks for you there. Spangenberg, if you're fading, Sanchez at 35 is a nice kind of value play. Rafael Devers, only 3400 bucks versus King Felix is criminal. I'm going to keep playing him. If they keep pricing him like this, I'm going to keep playing him because the kid is too good. Too much GPP. It's the same argument people make for Matt Carpenter, yet they don't make it for Rafael Devers, and that frustrates me. But uh, lefty's 396, righty's 335 against Felix. So I'll just keep running Devers out there and seeing how it goes. Yuan Camargo at 32 could be another cheapie you could take a look at in that lineup. Short stop position. You're going to have some fun here with Xander Bogarts. we got Gene Segura at 49. Definitely an intriguing play if you're fading price. Bogarts at 46 is in play. Didi Gregorius at 43. Tons of power versus left-handed pitching, so don't just sleep on that. Again, we mentioned Cattell Marte already at 38. Nick, Nick Ahmed is a kind of contrarian play at 36. Is in play for you here. Willie Adamas at 35, making his first first appearance at Yankee Stadium. The kid could put on a show. He's got so much power. Lots of the swing and miss, but so much power as well. So keep an eye on that. Then you head to the outfield where everybody will be available. Mookie Betts at 6K is in play. Benintendi at 57 is outstanding. He's on fire. You got J.D., you got Judge and Stanton. I'd stick with the Red Sox there over Judge and Stanton, but you know how that goes. Um, Nelly Cruz at 44, keeps crushing baseballs. Can't hate that play at all. Even if you want to have just Cruz in your price lineup, I don't hate it. That's something I can get behind. You got Marquecas and Hanniger at 43 and 42, both in play for you. Brandon Nemo at 4K, absolutely love. I think it's a great play versus Cook. Very good play there. Um, you go down farther, you got guys like Aaron Hicks, who hits lefties really, really well. Uh, Enciarte Conforto is only 35 versus Cook so you can definitely definitely leave a lot of money on the table tonight if you want if you want to target you know the Mets are cheap uh, you got some cheaper Red Sox surprisingly Seattle's cheap you can do a few different things leave a lot of cash on the table and still have a very good lineup Chris Elway's 32 uh, Ben Gamble at 32 not so much tonight but he's worth a look 
there'll be a lot of options when these lineups come into play. So check us out uh, in the Slack chat. Lots of info for you there. Recapping your pitching real quick. You got uh, David Price, Herman Sanchez, and the contrarian nature of Blake Snell on the late slate. So yeah, nothing making you run home to mom and dad about on that one. Rough, rough go of it there. Let's talk BVP real quick for you. Uh, if you're playing the early slate, McCutcheon, um, no, it's not nothing, nothing worth it there. But Odubel Herrera two for three with a double. Carlos Gonzalez six for twelve, two doubles and a homer versus Velasquez. Uh, we're looking at the Twins-Tigers game. Not big sample. Eddie Rosario, 4 for 8 with a homer. Dozier, 2 doubles and a homer off Fulmer. Um, Jose Abreu, 3 for 11 with a homer off Clevenger. Not crazy. Jose Ramirez, 5 for 15 with a double and a triple off Rodon. Rajai Davis, 6 for 19, 2 doubles. Rajai does hit lefties really, really well. Something to keep in mind there. Uh, Luke Croy and Chris Davis have both taken Verlander deep in small samples. Marvin Gonzalez, same with Frankie Montas, one for two with a homer, so nothing really crazy there. Gary Sanchez, four for ten with a double and three homers off Blake Snell for you BVP lovers. Four hits, four extra base hits is pretty damn solid. Uh, Stanton, one for five with a homer. Nick Markake is five for eight. Enciarte, six for 16 with a double off of Tyson Ross. Here's a BVP. Eric Hosmer is 15 for 43. That's a 349 average with five doubles and a home run off Animal Sanchez, so that's not horrible BVP. Uh, Alex Avila has been horrible, so I'm not going to mention his BVP because it's actually decent versus Vargas, but he's been horrible. Nelson Cruz, 9 for 28. It's a 321 average with two home runs off of David Price. Uh, Kyle Seager's only hitting 200, but out of the four hits, he's two doubles and a homer. Uh, Jackie Bradley, 3 for 10 with a double and a homer off Felix. Nothing crazy. Mitchie, two bags, two homers off of Felix, but nothing crazy there as well. So, yeah, a very blah slate. I'm trying to make it sound as fun as possible, but there's really nothing that fun about it. Uh, four game early, four game late, nine game all day. If you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick or hit us up at TheSportsDGens, TheSportsDGens.com. The uh, DMs are always open there. And get an invite into the Slack chat. We'll answer all your questions. It's a good building community that I really, really like. And, you know, most people talk about their Slack chats and you have to pay for them. Ours is free, like everything we do. It's free. So come check it out. It's uh, not no private deal or anything like that. It's just come on, have some fun. Um, but good luck. We'll have a uh, fun, full Friday slate coming up for you. The World Cup kicks off today. Francisco has your future bets. He has your uh, phase one match bets. He's got it all. So go check all that out. We've got a few riders potentially coming up on the site, which will be a lot of fun. Always looking for contributors. So let us know. But uh, good luck on your Thursday slate. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits. Your Thursday, June 14th edition. I'm out.